right. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, my name is Joel Pomeroy. I'm the executive producer and sort of stand-in uh, creative director of late for Funnelbox Productions. Um, we are a production studio as well as a company that does um, basically video strategy for companies looking to optimize their presence on the web through YouTube, Vimeo, you know, um, whatever uh, their distribution mechanism is for their video content and helping them get um uh, you know, drive leads and sales and exposure or whatever it is that they're trying to awareness, um, they're trying to garner through their media. The medium loses relevance a little bit, I guess. So um, I now, which isn't to say, I guess I should start by saying, I think you know, the exciting thing and the reason is that I got into this business in the first place and what um, has draw, draws me to it is that it's just the most dynamic form of storytelling that's ever existed. Um, which isn't to say that uh, it is that I don't love sitting at a campfire with my son and spooking him, and I don't love um, falling asleep telling him stories at night. I don't love um, going and hearing people speak in live formats, uh, and then I don't love podcasts. However, there's kind of no denying that when you can, you know, do what we can do in post-production and in field production and post-production now, um, uh, you know, everything from the live-action films up. To to 3D animation and what Pixar does with their storytelling. Um, there's just no denying that it's it's more dynamic. Not necessarily better, not necessarily, you know, um, the best, but it's the most dynamic. You have the most uh, sort of range of possibilities um, that anyone's ever had since the dawn of humans. So um, the, the thing about sto good storytelling, like that hasn't changed. That's never really changed like the recipe for um for telling stories well in our medium specifically um you know does start to to call into account and i get and i it's tough to talk about generically to be perfectly honest because i um you know whether i'm critiquing the storytelling chops of you know the producers or directors or writers of um this web series versus that series compared to the kind of stories that I tell most of the time, which are 30 second stories or 15 second stories, or some, you know, sometimes three to five minute stories, but I haven't worked on a feature documentary in years now. And, um, and so long format is just a very different thing. Um, and it's a different kind of storytelling, but there are some, you know, things that remain the same. You, you want to draw somebody in and set up characters and set up interest in the story, uh, right away. And you want to, come up with enough turns and uh, interest and compelling things to happen in the middle of that story to uh, to keep people riveted and ultimately you want to resolve in a way that is either satisfying or surprising or uh, compelling or in, in some case I've done a ton of um, storytelling for nonprofits and organizations fighting for various causes and and you know the part three of stories for them needs to be a call to action needs to be uh usually something that stirs people either to action or to writing a check to their organization or you know to, to motivating them to do something in particular so um so there's a lot of different kinds and, and i guess you know the, you asked how has it changed that there is so much more access to it and i guess um, and what do we do at Funnelbox? And you know, part of that, frankly, is when it comes to us, particular in particular, competing with um, you know any number of kids fresh out of college with a laptop and a computer, and, and that being a real you know legit competition at times, 
is that we have to, you know, point out the difference. Like the difference in our storytelling between that is just production values. It's 12 people on set instead of one. It's um, uh, it's seasoned writers and directors and folks that we that have working relationships and um, sit around in writers' rooms thinking of a story. Which again is not to say that there are not you know singular uh, brilliant minds that can't crack the code on a story and sit down all by themselves if they're in their bed at night and do by themselves in three hours what a company like mine might spend um, days and a team of people and, and, and more resources coming to but I would say that it's rare and it's, and it's something you can't really bank on uh, you'd be um, foolish frankly to bank on that happening um, every time because you know it, it does take more people in process and um, and sort of approach and um, an experience to to get something good uh, consistently and um, so that's you know what we try to do um, we also try to find the, the, the magic bullet brilliant thinkers and writers wherever they are and and bring them in <laughs> and uh, convince them to be part of our process rather than have to compete against them uh, you know doing what we're doing for, for pennies on the dollar and probably still ending up with um, you know, something that's that production values wise um, could really benefit from uh, you know what we know and working with our colorists and working with our you know ACs and DPs and the people that are going to contribute uh, meaningfully to the production values being higher. It's always awesome to see that sort of uh, work and uh, attention applied to really great thought and really great creative. Um, 